Right, welcome. Another episode of Scout UK podcast with my guys. Man, them have a, had a good weekend, I'm guessing. Minus, minus one person in particular. <laughs> All right, let's start with the big one, obviously, man. Actually, no, wait, how, how are you guys, first of all? Let's, let's, how are you guys, man? Delightful. Alive, alive and well, we're breathing. That's the most important thing, you know? <laughs> Thank God for life. Uh-huh. What's was your was your weekend saying, bro? Uh, my weekend. Any, any anything in particular happen? Uh, nothing happened. I don't no, know. You know on, on, on Sunday, no, uh, no. Nah, 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 I was you know making a nice meal on Sunday. Do you know what I mean? Mm, 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 <laughs> your mm, family, mm. nothing like that. Mm, mm, mm. Yes, yeah, so what are you? What was, what was your Sunday saying? What Sunday four thirty? What were, around four thirty Sunday? What were, what were you doing that day, bro? With me, yeah, man. Who are you doing that day, man? I was I was watching the boys in blue go over to North London and pick up a dub. A score predicted. A score he predicted correctly as well, by the way. And I did say Lukaku scores on his debut, and um, obviously he showed on on Sunday. Um, It was as he said a dominant match, um, a dominant performance. By everyone, um, we, we had an, a nice, easy game, really and truly. Um, Arsenal didn't really play too well, but we didn't really need to get our second gear. Um, the mistakes from the back was just easy for us to to obviously um, make the most out of and score goals from. And um, yeah, we didn't. They didn't really look much of a threat. You know, a couple of set pieces and all of that type of stuff there um, gave us a little scare, but we knew. That the game was ours, you know. By the time that Reese James scored um, his second goal, or the second goal, so um, now nah, man, it was a pretty, pretty decent dub against the North London team. Now nah, crying for help, and yeah, man, stub City up in the sea town. You understand? Bro, I was watching that game. And I said, real Arsenal don't look on this. It looked, it looked like a proper comfy win for Chelsea. I'm not going to lie, man. Like Lukaku, obviously, inevitably he's gonna bag on his debut. But uh, I can see it coming from a mile away. He's bagging on his debut, bagging against Arsenal. Clearly, Reece James had a good game. So Arsenal just them men didn't look on it, bro. Like, now, you know, didn't, didn't look on it. On, a little more on Lukaku. Um, Naruto, he was he was immense, and we saw really and truly everything that we've asked for a striker to do. Um, you know, he came in. And obviously, a lot of people thought he was one-dimensional. He only he was a one-trick pony, and he only plays a certain type of way. But he showed a whole variety of how he could come in, score goals for the club, and obviously make an impact beyond scoring goals. We saw it with his hold-up play, um, even even throughout the goal. The whole goal really showed his whole complete completeness for for um, you know as a striker, where you know he got the ball as a hold-up, played it over to Kovacic. Made the darting run, beat his defender. He's Pablo Mari right now. He's in a coffin right now because he's just mm. dead. Mm. dead. He ran him over, bro. Brother. He was, he was bro. He ran him over. I was like, right. This decisiveness to just put be there in the right time, in the right spot, and an easy tap in. That's all we want from a number nine, and that's what we've been missing from Werner. That's what we've been missing from shit from Alba Morata. All those guys there. So. Mm, that's finally have that man it's um it's definitely a blessing man so what are you saying that number nine question is definitely getting broken yeah hey listen 
what I say, yeah, me, me and Lukaku, we come from the same country. And, you know, we believe in God as well. So, you know, we break any curse that comes against us. How can you argue with God, bro? How can you argue with God, bro? Listen, and plus, the last black proper number nine that we had was Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, and he was a gunman. So, you know, let's let let's have uh, another gunman up here, up top, uh, wearing the number nine. Paddy, obviously, the losers of that game. Uh, how, yes. Talk to me, talk to us, talk to us. Uh, how how were you feeling? How were you feeling first before the game and after the game? Uh, yeah, man, knew how I felt before the game. With the preview, like I wasn't, co- I wasn't confident at all. Um, I, w- I said like, I was saying it to like, like some other guys as well. And I said, I just keep feeling I'm gonna get like embarrassed in it by one of the big six this year. I just have a feeling Chelsea should have won that game like four or five. No, some of the chances that Chelsea were creating, like it was way too easy for them. Like we had a good first 10, 15 minutes, you know, did all right, and then boy. Once Chelsea started going, steamrolled through us. It was so easy that like, they didn't have to get our second gear. Uh, you know what I mean? And I feel like it's just disappointing because there's a lot of pressure on the youngsters to perform. And it's kind of annoying that like they're consistently getting criticized stuff that like they shouldn't be in this position in the first place. But um, you know, what can we do? It was a golfing class. We know Chelsea are better than us. We knew that um, it was going to be luck or it would have to be a perfect performance. I'm just annoyed that the manager didn't um, match up with Chelsea. That's the biggest complaint I have. And um, he didn't adjust in-game. I feel like if he was smart, he would have clocked that on the right-hand side. Tierney kept tucking in to help Mario with Lukaku, which left Rhys James so much. He had the freedom of of North London, the he whole of it. He was having a game. Yeah. He had. He was free the entire time. Bro. Do you know what I mean? And so it's things like telling Saka drop back, drop back five ten yards, help your left back out. Telling Shaka if you have to go out, if if you if you want Saka to stay high, tell him to pick up one of the midfielders and Shaka you cover, because like the overloads was working way too much. So I feel like we played into Chelsea's hands. You know, we love a bit of fight. Oh my gosh, they showed effort and that, but come on, do you know what I mean? Like, sometimes you put the ball in the back of the net. How can you have two shots? Do you know what I mean? In the second half, with just a load of pot shots, nothing clinical created. So, yeah, it was a tough one. It was a tough one to take, but, you know, we go on to next week. Do you know what I mean? Man City. Yeah. Well, you, you know, God, that's a, that's a <laughs> sad run of games, bro. <laughs> Just this a question on, um, on Arsenal. Um, so, we saw that against Brentford, there was definitely a, a poor performance from your guys. Um, but as expected, kind of, in a, in a way, their first game of the season coming into the, um, to the league, so they were going to be a bit up for it. But you guys coming at home and really and truly not really putting much of a fight what does that say to what the players are producing or what the managers you know putting out there for the guys to produce like what what is the reason what is the reason um i was thinking about this today i can't tell you i like, i don't know anymore i like 
it's not just I feel like it's just collective. It's it's the whole the players they don't do enough. I feel like they give up too quickly. I feel like if it's not going well for them, if they haven't got a goal within the first twenty, twenty five minutes, they switch off and that's when teams will kill you if you switch I off. Think, I think you are like I think of players and fans and man, I think everyone is just like it's I feel like just many defeated, like yeah. especially like you you go like you go down a goal and you think, Okay, like now, uh, like uh, now we have to play and do whatever. Yeah. Like, bro, you see, mostly they go go down and they're they're up for it. They're like, bro, we have to go and score. Arsenal just look, they just look very lax about it. It's like, oh, uh, like oh, uh, we scored. I can't really be able to do much. Uh, like, it's 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 a depressing situation for that club because you got the scene, even got senior players not really holding up and not really holding away, and then you've got the pressure on one of the youngsters. You got pressure on guys like Saka, Emma Smith Rowe, Balogun is now part of that mix. Um, Martinelli, even Tony to an extent, and you, yeah, you've man. got you've got everything weighing on these man's shoulders. When you've got your senior players, Lacazette, Aubameyang, Xhaka, um, Leno, flipping who else? Guys have been in the club for time. Chambers, holding like you've got these men in the club not pulling their weight, and now yeah. you've got all the all the under twenty three year olds having to carry this burden on their shoulder that yo you man have to take us out of this mess now, like. Some of these men have just made the teams. Like Smith Rowe just Smith Rowe just got here last season in the first team properly at Arsenal. Uh, Martinelli just come back from an injury. Balogun, this is probably his first couple game playing in the Arsenal shirt. Like it, at some point, it's, at some point, it's like you look have to understand that these men are these men are young. Like you can't you can't throw anything on them because it's just like it's, it's not going to make sense. You can't expect not every young player is going to be them back. Not every not, not every young player is going to play like. The the Harland so like you got to come to you got to come to the realization that yo we've got youngers yes they're good but they're not gonna take us out of this mess or like, they're not gonna take this mess already like it's too soon for that exactly like I thought Lokonga played well yesterday I thought he was yeah. good he, he played he's, 20, well. he's twenty one do you know what I mean that's another guy that we're probably gonna have to rely on way too heavily when twenty one twenty one in a exactly. new league in exactly. a new country exactly. whole new country exactly. whole new league 21 Which just coming in. This is what makes he's, it worse. He's literally been about like what two months, two, three months. Exactly. I've got, I've got a question. Um, yeah, there's a certain guy that you know I've been looking for, um, from Arsenal to obviously pick up this this burden that you guys are saying that you know needs to come in and show that he's a leader. Um, I know Troops likes to say Obama who? Obama yeah. what? He came on like he's meant to be you guys as captain, you guys as savior, you guys as you know talisman. Why has he taken the turn for worse as of late? And you know, even coming on and pretty much not even putting any impact on the game. Like, it seems like, right. bro, he he seems like you guys need to let let them go. That even that, let me. I've got another question to ask. On, yeah, on top of what, on top of what Jason has said, when was the last time Obama had a good game? You guys are asking wild questions, bro. Obama have a good game. So the thing, yeah. I asked this in a, I asked this in a group, and some guys were shuffling. <clears> like, I was like, I was really like, when was the last time Obama had a good game post signing that contract? Um, first one. Um, with what Jason asked, I think I'll allow Oba yesterday, just came back from COVID, so I'll allow him in at like 
I wasn't expecting too much from him. I didn't even think he was going to play, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of him being the talisman, I don't feel like he's a captain. You, man, in all honesty, I feel like, and I feel like he's a confidence player. I feel like it's harsh to say that, but for him, it's not going well for him at the moment. And I feel like he, he breathes off like, you know, <clears throat> the fans being behind him, do you know what I mean? Like, everything going well for him. And this is, like, for the first time in his career, I've seen him have a massive dip. Like, um, him, when did he last have a good game? Um, <laughs> you, have to, you have to think about this one. Um, I don't want to be wild and say, like, the Chelsea... I, I know last season he's had good games. I'm just trying to think of... Oh, I actually don't know, you know. I feel like probably the Leeds, the Leeds one when he got a hat-trick, actually. I think that was the game that was against the Yeah. Did he have a hat-trick? That, yeah, I think he had a hat-trick. I think, I think, I think, I think that's the game that was mentioned, but yeah. Like, yeah, one of but them, yeah, he did well there. But, um, deep, no, but deep, look how long it took you to think of how long he had a good game, like, or when he had last had a good game. Like. That's I think, problem. obviously, we said before in private, and I think, I think we said on this podcast that that contract was just a sign of things going down, not things going downhill, but like it was just it was the beginning of the end kind of thing. Like giving that deal, fair enough. Like he's he's taking you out of the mud at certain points, and he's he's won you. He's more or less got you to the FA Cup final because mm-hmm. his goals against Man City. Was, I can't. He scored one or two goals against Man City. Um, two. Those two goals against Man City took you into the final. Final as well. He scored two in the final. There we go. Scored the penalty and scored the winner. There we yeah. go. So the goals, he, the goals he scored, quarter, not quarter, semi-finals and finals, essentially won you that trophy. So, giving him a contract, yeah, cool. I hear it. Um, it, obviously in hindsight, you'd say you shouldn't have done that, but that time down, I'm thinking, cool. Like, I, I can, I can see why you give him that deal. But then again, it's the amount of money that you put him on that's kind of been like, okay, this is what looks like is is the issue. The amount of money you give, it's just it's gives him license. It's more, more or less giving him license. To be relaxed for everything. Now he looks. Now he looks bad. Like he's been looking bad for a while. And it's like new contract, playing bad. Is it a coincidence? Maybe. Maybe not. The same thing. I'm sure happened with Özil. Gave him three hundred bags, and he started dipping in form. Started dipping casually, casually, just dipping, dipping, and eventually let him go. A bombing now. You signed him on. How long has he got left on his contract? Two years, I think. It's got two so years. he's got two years. I don't think anyone is going to take on that 350k that he's on right now because obviously I'm seeing I'm seeing Barcelona links but bruv, we all know what financial situation Barcelona are in yeah. and that's that's not happening anytime soon so I think that that burden you lot have of Aubameyang and that contract is, is stuck with you lot and obviously in hindsight it's a bad decision but back then you can you could understand why they did it but yeah man it's it's, it's looking it's peak bruv. it's our own fault I feel like Arsenal's turned into a retirement home. Mm-hmm. So you see, like, all these big players, one last contract. Do you know what I mean? You come Willian. to Arsenal. Willian. I can, not just Willian, Licksteiner, Socrates. Uh, we can go on. I like, I'm literally forgetting because there's so many names. David Luiz came on a free. What's, what, um, what's that guy that had the back injury again? Like um, Kalstrom or something like that. Kim Kalstrom. Kalstrom. Did that guy? Did that guy? No, did he play games? Yeah, a couple of games. He took a penalty against Wigan to get to the final. So, <laughs> I don't. I genuinely do not remember the last time he played. I don't remember him playing for Arsenal that much. Like, I just one. remember him. 
I remember that, him being there, but I don't remember him playing games. But that speaks to it being bigger than just Art Teta and, and the manager and the players, because at the end of the day, as much as I would love to point the finger at Arteta, and, you, and listen, if you know me, I'm the first to go out there and speak about Arteta, but it speaks to it being bigger than just the team and the coaches around it. It speaks to the board having this mentality of, let's go and get these proven winners who are dipping in their primes or are nowhere near their prime and yeah, in for a cheap and then give them these big wages and have them not live up to expectations. It's, it's mad. I think like I think it's so mad at how it's so mad at how Arsenal run. I think I think it was the other day. I saw a list of that the the owners in the PO and how much how much they actually worth. And I think Kronke was like around like is but he was between sixth and eighth. So yeah. he was one of the, he was one of the I think it was on like eight billion. And mm-hmm. it's you can clearly see that they don't really invest the money into Arsenal, which is so crazy. Like you've got you've got um I mean, it wasn't yeah. Premier League. It was even I think it was across world football because I even yeah. saw Hoffenheim. I think saw the Hoffenheim owner and like yeah. fourth or something like that. But like you got City's owners as soon as there's an issue, sort it out. Chelsea owners as soon as there's an issue, sort it out. Your Arsenal's owners, same with obviously same with the, the American owners. So Chelsea, yeah. not Chelsea, um, United and Liverpool. There's 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 clear issues that these men don't want to solve because they're just focused on the American assets. Obviously, it looks like. Guys are spending money. When I say guys, I mean United. It just looks like we're spending money, but majority of that money, if not all of that money, is money that we've that we've made on our own. For it's mm-hmm. not it's not any investment from the owners. They don't they look they're not just sitting in America and just sitting their asses all day. I feel like I think yeah. Go on, Jason. No, no, no. Go on, go on. I was going to say the Cronkies have only invested fifteen million of their own money since they took over. Fifteen. Um, Fifteen that's million crazy. only of their own. Damn, yeah, anyway, that's, that's, that's better. That's better United. That's better United. United. Our, our owners took about eighty-nine million uh, since they've, taken, they've taken out money from the club. No, they put in. The thing is, I saw it. Um, this um Swiss Ramble, great account. Yeah, yeah. Um, financial accounts. They said that United. I can't remember the full amount, but United were further up. But it was like I think it was Newcastle bottom, then Arsenal was second bottom. It was something like that. But you, man, even though you complain about the Glazers, and I know like them lot are terrible, at least I've put something towards you. Like, like 15 million, and you're worth 8 billion. 15, 15 is crazy. No, 15 is crazy. What what player can you buy in this day and age for 15 million? And Ketia, oh, please. God. Even that, there's even there's even rumours that he'll go. There's even rumours of him going to Palace. But we want, we want 20 million, and Palace only want 10. Guys, we don't have the time. He's got 10 months left on his contract. Tads, I always ask you this question whenever we speak about Arsenal. Um, I don't know if we, the answer will ever change, but I'm going to ask you every single week. <clears throat> will we finally get an opportunity to see change at Arsenal? Will it change? Will the solution be there? Do you think it's anytime soon? Do you feel like the owners would give in eventually or is it something that's just going to be like this forever? There's two ways it can go. Either the owner decides to pack it up and go because we are losing the afternoon rate. The value of the club is just going lower and lower every year. So Mm -hmm. it's going to get to a point where they're going to say, oh, we're not making profits like we used to anymore. Um, We're going to have to change. And even another thing, like the ticket prices, 
I don't know if you meant deep, but there were still empty seats at the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. the, the price you're paying, the price, the price you're paying for the type of football you're watching, they don't correlate. I think it's the biggest, like, it doesn't add up at all. Do you know what I mean? You should not be paying more than £30 to watch that club. I don't know. Wasn't, you, wasn't you saying before, um, the friendly match, where you sat, the friendly match where you sat, you sat, you paid for about £40 to get there. Yeah. On a normal, If that was the normal league game, that takes about three bills. Yeah, it was three bills. It was literally... It was second second level, second level in Emirates for Arsenal Chelsea, about three, was I, I, three I, bills. I remember, I remember huh? hearing that... Um, that Sky Sports were still like pushing that the match was available for people to go and watch and stuff like that. So yeah, it shows it shows definitely that the the fans are finally slowly but surely are making a stand, and I think it will only be a matter of time. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. a matter of time where. Even hopefully, I beg. There's nothing. No, you know, you know, no, you know, no, you know, you know. As much as I hate Arsenal, yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes, sometimes I miss the days where, where the real top four was United, Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool. Sometimes I miss those days because back then it was a real rivalry. Now it's like okay, now it's almost every week we're branching Arsenal, branching Arsenal, branching Arsenal. We did, we did for years and years. But you know what it is, right? Because of the Arsenal fans that we know, it's, it's hilarious. It's, it's hilarious, fans. bro. Because it's of who we, because Arsenal we know, it's it. great. It's I great. No, the root of the blood of my enemies, bro. I, 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 I feast on that it's blood. All right, guys, we get it. We get it. You hate us. We get it. I actually feel sorry for you. You're, you're, you're actually probably the only Arsenal fan that I feel sorry for because you have to come here on this platform and speak the truth. But for those other folks, Taddy, Taddy's one of the few Arsenal fans. Taddy's one of the few Arsenal fans that I know that don't that don't um guess Arsenal when they shouldn't be guessed. Exactly. One of the one of he's the a really, he's, he's a realist. You have I to. Gonna, I, ain't, I ain't gonna say names, but cool. Me and you, we know some names. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. I'm 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 not saying no word. I'm not saying no word. Brother, telling guys, Shaka's a top um, five midfielder, man. Like, <laughs> come on, man. All right, listen, listen. Yeah, I, mean, I told you, I told you he's mad. I told you not he's mad, and he came to show that he's mad. He came and showed. Shout, shout out Godfrey, oh, shout out G three in it. I told you, man, that guy's he's he's a madman. The things he says, bro, he's he's insane. But now, just to finish, the only other thing that can change, I've got two things to say. The only thing, other thing that can change is if we bring a manager that's good enough to change everything. So, like. He gets our players performing well and then does things his way. That's the only other way we'll get a change. Yeah, but who, that could, man, that, who manager, could that be? Yeah, is that manager available? And if 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 he is, if he is, do you think he'll be given the resources to do that? No, he won't be given. He has to because work with what he's got. He can't because I've because I've seen That's so many people talk about Conte this, Conte that. I'm like, bro, if Conte rejected Tottenham. What the hell makes you think he's coming to Arsenal, bro? Tell them again. Like, what what the hell makes you think he'll go to Arsenal? Oh, it's, this, it's this whole, oh, we're a big club, we're a big club. No, when you're not spending the money he wants to spend to buy the player he wants, of course he's gonna. He's not going to want to come. He didn't even consider Tottenham because of the demands. Exactly. So what makes you think that it's going to change? There's you no way. You give because... him false promises. And the thing mm-hmm. is, the thing is, the way Arsenal are running now, 
the first Arsenal run out, one, they're not giving him that much money to, st- to spend in the first place. And two, they're not giving him enough money to spend money on the 35-year-old he wants to buy. And then he's going to cut in about three seasons' time, which then leaves you with those old players and you can't, you can barely move on. No one, most people aren't trying to do that these days. But Honestly. He, he, Arsenal won't let it happen. That's what, so there's no way that he, he there's no way he'd, he'd go there and there's no way they'd even try to sign him because it's like, they're going to be left in a very bad situation, man. Exactly. But yeah, uh, Arsenal's I situation, hate- uh, it's, it's more than, the, it's, it's just, it's more than, the, it's clear it's more than the players and more than the managers. Like it's, it's a board issue kind of thing, bro. Yeah, yeah, we've we've seen this. We've seen this for too long. Man. Rest in peace. One last thing. One last <laughs> thing. All these... <laughs> One thing. All Pepe fans, they need to go in the bin. I'm telling you, bro. I'm tired. Man. Every day, oh Pepe, it's this been, Pepe, that. Yeah. Three years, three seasons, and you're busy calling our youngers and saying no help. That cop that was going around today on the TL. I was burning. I, I, re- I refuse. I refuse to watch it. I refuse to watch it, bro. It was I'm a about it. I refuse to watch it. But every good thing that Pepe does, there's about five bad things that he does. The guy needs to fix up. Do you know what I mean? He's the oldest person in the team. Do you know what I mean? Like in that front four, 26-year-old, during your prime, go and show us something. Stop having the ball bounce off you. Do you know what I mean? Every time you take a touch and instead these guys want to get onto guys like Smithrow when these men are carrying us and Saka, they're carrying us. So, uh, it takes Pepe time. He started performing when the games didn't matter anymore. After we lost that semi-final, that's when he bagged every week. Why? Why are Pepe, guys now coming Pepe in is, using that stat? Oh, Pepe is such a he is Pepe is such an Afcon baller. It's hilarious, bro. He's the such an Afcon, Afcon baller. Biggest Afcon baller I've ever seen. Honestly, the guy has one good game, five average games, man. But now, this club, man, will not come and kill me. Yes. Yeah, United, obviously. Uh, I I will say now in it, I was so vexed at that game, bro. <laughs> that game pissed me off, man. Like, so we started off more time. We started off well in it, but a lot of the time United start off well. We concede, and that's exactly what happened. We started off alright, then we tailed off. Southampton, for some reason, every time we face Southampton. Every time we draw, it feels like a loss because it's it's just pain, bro. I don't I don't know how Southampton keep doing it, but they have the ability to anger me in a way that some teams don't anger me, bro. So first goal, Bruno gets. I'm gonna say Bruno gets fouled in it, but it, it was kind of it was kind of soft. I'll be I'll be real. It was, it was kind of a soft foul to give. So he's gonna play on. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that too, Jesus. That too. Uh, I don't. I'll. We'll, I don't know if I'll get onto that, but. We'll keep going, bro. So Bruno gets fouled. Um, ref plays are on call. I think everyone's just ball watching at this point. So they're not, they don't just not really concentrating. I don't remember who scored the goal, bro. I don't remember who yeah, even scored the goal. Southampton. Che Adams banged it and um, Fred. Che Adams, che Adams hits it. Um, Maguire gets cooked. Ends up on one knee. Uh, Chadden hits it. Chadden hits it. Knocks off a thread. Goes near post. Beats the hair near post. As as every near post goal beats the hair. Um, that's just that was even just one of that was one of the bad things that happened to Fred that game. He he was shambolic that game. Jesus Christ, bro. Fred was horrible that entire game. In fact, and if you know what's funny, yeah? playing Fred on the right hand side makes no sense because that's where he has his that's where he has his worst games. He's he's one of those left foot players that can't play on the right side. He's the left side. I've seen games where he's played fine on the left side, but the right hand side, uh, uh-uh. no. 
way too one-footed. But the, the thing is, then again, this makes no sense as well. Why are you playing? Two, having two of the same foot players in the middle doesn't make sense to me sometimes. But it makes less sense when they're both left-footed. Left-footed players, we've seen time and time again, the majority of them, 90, 95% of them are very, very one-footed. So when you've got two left-footed centre-defensive mids, there's going to be an issue. That right, the right side, their right side is not going to get used enough. And Fred is one of those players. Fred can't use his right side. It's horrible. So they're just cutting him. And he, they're, they're keeping him strong on his left. He can't go on his right. If he goes on his right, curves, bro. So there's that. Matic played all right. You know, his legs, as always, breaking down. Maguire and Shaw, those world-class cards, those world-class shouts that they were getting wasn't necessary. Like, they've had... No, no, listen, listen, listen. I know you're doing that face. This is this is what I'm gonna this is what I'm gonna say Maguire and Shaw. They haven't been performing to this level long enough to call them world class, and that's a fact. They've done, they've had a good season, they've had good seasons, but that's not enough to say somebody's world class at all. They've been doing it just for about ten months. Hmm. Um, Pogba Pogba played well. Pogba's our best player on the yeah. pitch. Uh, yeah. like that's that's one thing about Pogba's best player on the pitch. Um, Jason, why are you why are you making that face, bro? Why are you making no, why are you making that face, bro? No, why are you making that face, brother? Brother, why are you making that face? Anyway, anyway, Pogba best player on the pitch. Um, Greenwood. Oh yeah, wait. Before I even get to Greenwood, Anthony. Oh yeah. Oh Anthony, you see? After second, no. Listen, listen. I'm saying on camera, in it. Yes, sir. Today. What's the what's the day we're recording? It's the twenty. It was it's the twenty third today, isn't it? Mm-hmm. The twenty third of August. Even though twenty, let's go back to yesterday. Twenty second of of August, twenty twenty one, is where I was finished with Martial. That's when I, that's where I was finished with Martial. <laughs> that's the day I was finished with Martial, bro. There was there was genuinely no reason for him to have started that game. Absolutely no reason to have started that game. He he was non-existent. There was literally we literally played with ten men. Like there was no reason to play that game. Greenwood um played okay. I didn't really, really play well. Obviously he got the goal. I'm glad he got the goal. But bro, it should have been a thing where we played the same lineup from the Leeds game and just took an uh taken out James and put Sancho in. I'm not gonna put that game down to a managerial ta- I'm not gonna put that game down to a managerial issue. I think I think technically we're okay. We played Kind of this, we played kind of the same system we we're trying to play against Leeds, but we just couldn't string a few. We couldn't just pass, man. Like passing was poor. Couldn't really finish our chances. Like we were so sloppy the entire game. We, I was even, I was even glad. I was even surprised, in fact, to see us go to see us score because it looked like one of them games where we'd go one nil down, we'd create five thousand chances and then not score. We made it. We got we got a goal out of nothing, realistically. Like. Um, Pogba's pass to Greenwood kind of fortunate and then Greenwood's finish a bit fortunate as well went through keeper's legs deflected keeper deflected through keeper's legs in fact went in that was a 1-1 call um, little Sancho cameo didn't really do too much um, what did I say on the first episode that I think he's going to survive Wambasaka yeah I think Wambasaka might kill him I think I think Wambasaka's lack of um... no you know what it is Wambasaka's lack of offensive presence is scary yeah. Yeah, it's very, very scary. It's yeah. very, very scary. Very, yeah. very scary. I still, I still do think Sancho could bag ten goals, ten assists if he gets the if he gets the 
if he gets a good run of games, because there's no reason why he shouldn't have started this game. If Lukaku can come in and start his first game against Chelsea, why couldn't Sancho start against Southampton? It doesn't make any sense. Um, I just want to ask because um, because we see that there is two big, you know, missing pieces, as you were saying, um, in the team. Um, yeah. But knowing Manchester United, they're going to choose one instead of dealing with both at the same time. Mm-hmm. Which one is the most important? Because we see that, you know, obviously you need a DM, a guy that can break um, break um, attacks from the opposition, feed the balls into the midfield and obviously to the attack much quickly and much effectively. And it's obviously a presence that teams are going to try and do whatever they can to break that, break that person down. Mm. However, we see with your attack, and if we're being honest, right, your attack is really light in terms of goals, in terms of the left-hand side. If we're saying fully fit, Marcus Rashford isn't a guy that scores 20-plus goals in the league. He has never done that in, in his career. Um, no, yes. Martial, as you said, is cooking. Not Sancho, Rashford's cooking. Martial. Martial, Martial is, he, he's gone bold to just go and look like uh, like Marcus. Man cut, man cut his hair and got worse. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. right, what? He's literally doing something. He's literally doing something. Like, what and, the hell, bro? And then, and then you have a guy, Sancho, who's unproven. Let, let's 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 be all the way real. And obviously, you've noticed what I was saying in terms of the lack of Aaron Bissaka being a presence. Mm. It, it will effectively hinder him because he's going to be double teamed at this point. And then, obviously, you see Greenwood who, yeah, he, he looks like a gunman, but isn't really much of a presence, you know, when he's going to face big defenders. So looking at it, you have a number of defenders and defensive midfielders that could come in. And there is a high volume of elite strategies that are available to your disposal. Which one, if you were in charge, would you go for? Uh, no hesitation, I'm going for a DM. Like no station, bro. We've yeah. needed a, we've needed no. Your thing is, I've we've a lot of us have said we need a DM for time. Like it's it's now it's not now that we're in, but like, we've we've needed midfielders in general for a very very long time. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. obviously, oh, we have to go back to buying Pogba and obviously the all the locking Pogba blah blah blah. But when you put against people he's played around, you're, you he's played around scrubs. That's technically bro. Like around that Herrera's Fellaini's like. You're playing him in the midfield of these oh man. Gosh. You're playing in the midfield of these man. You expect him to perform like at least. We've always said we need we need some midfielders. We need some midfielders. We need some midfielders. We need a DM now because it's it's got to a point where Matome is not a DM. Matic is right. is running old, and Fred Fred is his hit and miss, and a lot of time it's a miss. So the whole DM thing, and plus we want to switch now to that four three three. We need someone who can actually. We need someone who can sit in that midfield, in the defensive midfield position. Even though, you know, sometimes you st- um you have information on paper, but it doesn't really play that way in game. Like with us, I think against Leeds, we started a four-two-three-one, but it transitioned into a four-three-three. I think the same happened against Southampton a bit, and it was also like a four-two-two-two at the same time. So, the on-paper formation sometimes doesn't really matter. 
But we still need a defensive midfielder, someone who can actually sit in defensive midfield and actually defend. Who can actually play out? Who can actually play out of defense? Comfy on the ball. Like the guys we have now, they're not that. If Matic was younger, then cool, he'd be that. But he's just he's just not that kind of player, man. Like we've got we've got players that are good at that, but they're too young and plus they're out on loan. So um, Ethan is he? Yeah, it's definitely Ethan Galbraith out on loan. I believe it's Doncaster. He's been playing well. He looks. He's gonna look like he's gonna be a solid player in, the, in a few years' time. But obviously, he's too young. He's not ready for that yet. So we need to get someone sorted now because that whole McFred midfield is is it's been the death of us, and it's going to continue to be death because our midfield, um, like our midfield gets bypassed very easily, and that's that's one of our biggest issues. Like our attack looks good, cool. Our defense looks all right, cool. But the midfield is where things are lacking, and that DM position has been lacking for so many years now. That DM midfield position has been lacking for so many years. That a midfielder is one thousand percent needed for us more than anything else. I'd I'd say because we've sorted out the centre back issue already. We've sorted out the right wing issue now, and I think centre back was probably lower on the for me personally. Centre back was lower on the list than a than a DM. I think my list would have gone right winger sorted, um, defensive midfielder. Center back, striker, right back at the bottom. I think we'll put right back in the very bottom. But we saw that two. We saw that two of those five striker position. I don't think we're. I don't think we're looking at anything too serious right now. Midfielders we've been linked with a lot, but at this point in time, it doesn't. We're going to do anything at the moment, especially at the fact that guys like Lingard still need to be moved on, and it. I don't even know if he's going to go to West Ham in the end or not. So it's just like it's mad taking midfield situations is mad taking. But yeah. A DM has been needed for quite a while. Like that's that's is the main it's a main area that's been that needs to be changed, man. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah, that fam, that's our Hampton game, bro. I was just sitting when we considered like cool. I just sat there, I was quiet. I got my food at eight. I was like, yeah, man. I just, I don't want to say a word, and I was so livid. But yeah, man, that game it's not even a managerial issue, man. This players were just sloppy. Just, just a quick question, because obviously we're speaking about um, you guys wanting to be the perfect team and obviously wanting the the missing pieces and stuff like that. Don't you feel mm-hmm. like you guys have I've enough quality? Do you feel like you guys have enough quality within your, your side right now that you could dog your way through? Something. Because I don't think mm-hmm. a lot of people have this perfect team, but with the quality that you guys see, should have. Not even, not even City. Yeah, like, I don't think... No, like, okay, see... I had this conversation already earlier. The thing with this, and there was a graphic as well, that um, we've spent a lot. We Obviously, we spent bare peas in it, but we've spent so much money. And the fact that we would need that perfect, quote-unquote, perfect team is to compensate for our manager. You see teams, you see teams that don't really, you see teams of having not having a perfect team, but they've got a good manager on their side. Um, I think I was talking, I was talking to someone else earlier, and they were saying, I was like, bro, what team have you seen win top competitions and not had a defensive midfielder? Because Barcelona, Pep's Barcelona had Sergio Busquets. Um, Pep's, even Pep's Bayern, Kimmich was playing DM more time, bro. Or, um, I even forgot he was even there, but I know Kimmich was playing DM themselves. Lam City. Well, yeah. Lam was around them times. Bro, Harry Martinez, them, these men right there. Um, City under Pep, they had... They've had Fernandinho. Fernandinho's been there for a time as well, but mm-hmm. they've now got Rodri. Liverpool, they've had Fabinho. You, um, Chelsea, they've had uh, they've had the likes of Canton, they've had the likes of um, Jorginho, mm-hmm. guys like that in playing DM. 
we don't have that certified DM role and we have to spend money to compensate for the lack of coaching in our team. So obviously we all know all these deficiencies. I'm sure I'm sure the board do know all these deficiencies, but at this point they're like, cool, we have to trust in them because we're also giving them the free contract. So or however long they're giving it. So it's like we have to spend money to compensate for this lack of coaching quality. It's not a thing where we want the perfect team because we want to be spoiled and spoiled because I don't I don't understand why wanting my team to improve is now being spoiled. Why buying positions we need is classed as being spoiled. That this whole it, it doesn't make any sense to me as to how we are spoiled because we want to be quote unquote perfect team. I tell I tell you why. Because look at the fans that bring up that spoiled thing. Mm. Do they get these big summer signings or these big clubs or these big teams, these big players coming into their clubs? You know, it's usually uh, the Arsenal's, you know, maybe sometimes the Liverpool fans that be coming about and saying, ah, oh, you might not spoil, you might not want to buy them. Bro, I had, a Chelsea, I had a Chelsea fan tell me, I had two Chelsea fans in fact tell me I'm spoiled. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea fans can't yeah, say listen, nothing. Exactly. Listen, listen. No, no, I had no, Chelsea no, no, fans no, no, telling me I'm. I Chelsea fans telling me I'm spoiled. That doesn't make any. How can you, as a Chelsea fan, tell me I'm spoiled? You know who. Crazy. You know who win a trophy every season. You cry when you don't win the trophy. Is that how? That's obviously that's you got that mentality of winners, but at the same time, you you miss out on a trophy for like two, three years. You're then you're then crying saying, "Oh, we should have won this." You're like you're, you're you lot are in a sense more spoiled than us because. You don't get this. You don't actually get the things you want, and when you don't get, you cry. Us lot, we have to compensate. We have to compensate. We have to spend money to compensate for what for what we lack. And obviously, lacking, we're lacking in a good coach. You see, with the top teams, what who they won the competitions with, even if they even if they don't have that perfect team, look who's coaching them. You see, guys, you see teams missing out on certain positions, but they've got a good, they've got a great coach to 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 build them out. But we don't have that, unfortunately. Obviously, Oli's. Oli's doing what he can do, and I said it. I think I said it to. Um, I think I said to him as well. Your your team is only as good as your manager. If a manager's not, if a manager's not class, if a manager's not world class, your team not gonna be world class. Your team won't play like it's world class. And obviously, vice versa. If you got a world class manager, you're gonna play like a world class team. So, we have to spend that piece in order for us to at least get our our system right, or get our players right for what we want to play, and then call. When we have those players and when we have those players in the set, then it's like cool. Now it's all on the manager because we're still lacking that DM. We're still kind of lacking that right back. I think we're waiting on um, Ethan Lett, who's on loan right now. It looks promising, but we're waiting on. We we've got like we're just we're just giving we're giving only the tools at this point. It's like we've given you the tools. We've given you a contract. You have to you have to perform now because we're spending a lot of money for you, and we're spending a lot of money for you. To, to get things right. Because they didn't do this. They didn't really do this for Jose. They didn't really do this for Van Hal. They didn't do this for Moy. They, get, they got rid of Moy seven months in. Van Hal, they gave him two years. They won the FA Cup. They got him out. Mourinho didn't really spend peas on him like that. Now they're doing all this for Oli. It's like, cool. Everything, everything now is like, this Oli, you, you have to perform. There's no other way. Because you brought in you brought in the Sancho you were waiting for last year. And now you brought in you brought in Champions League around a World Cup winner. Hella trophies. As your centre back, now a new centre back, you have to perform. Obviously, bring in that DM, and it's like cool. Now, this is this is the time where you have to do something, bro. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Let's talk about some 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 of the other matches, man. Oh, uh, what do you go to even next, man? Let's go. With, let's go with Liverpool. Two 0 Burnley. 
Shout out Burnley. Shout out Burnley. Listen, this is this is the only praise you're gonna hear from me. This is the only praise, this is the only Burnley praise you'll ever hear from me. They played well. I won't guess. They played well. They played well, but word to Claude, rest in peace to that brother. Rest of, rest in peace to Claude. But it's time to go. <laughs> it's it's time to go, Burnley. It's time to go. You had your fun, you, you played well. It's time to go, bro. I, I I'm I hate seeing Burnley in the Premier League, man. And tell me, listen, you man. Tell me the last time you saw a team line up with players from number one to eleven. <laughs> That's hard. In their starting lineup, hard. bro. bro hard. The last time, the last time that ever happened, we were probably babies. Like nine. I was on. I was. I was on board. Yeah. Numbers. Yeah. Numbers one. To, when have you ever seen a team line up numbers one to eleven in I the Premier League? They I play a four. Good. They play a four four two. That is. Peak Brexit literally, If you if you swapped the DM with Ben Mee, that'll be literally the numbers to position. Because I think it was Ben Mee's got number six. I think Jack Cork or someone's it's got number like four. four. Hey, nah, that man. Yeah, literally. Can you literally. can you imagine? Perfect. Can you imagine, bro? Literally. Can you imagine? Yeah, nah, Bernie Bernie actually played well, which is actually scary. They had a few chances. They were when I, I saw highlights. I didn't I didn't really see the full game, but I was watching the highlights. I said, bro, like. These men are actually know. like these men are actually piling on trouble. Trouble. I, I found that I was, I was watching um I was watching a game once I went to uh, to the barbers and boy. One thing I will say is that Liverpool are inevitable and oh, I wanna I wanna take back my predictions before the season. Oh my god, wait, so what, what, what was your prediction? What was your prediction? My prediction is that they were gonna be finishing, you know, bottom half of the top four. Um mm. boy. You know, if if everything stays the same in terms of no real big movement in terms of players, I think Liverpool will be up there with Chelsea in terms of the title race because they just look so formidable and look like they could just break any team down. Um, and you know, you saw it with the type of goals that they they scored, where they literally opened up a very organised Burnley, and you know, mm. we know. Going over to Turf Moor or facing Burnley at home, they could be a very tough and tight team to break down. So for them to really stretch the defense out, good crosses in from the you know the the, the left back over to Jota, easy header scores, and then even for Marnie's goal, brilliant from brilliant ball from um, Van Dijk to Harvey Elliott, pitching it up there with Trent. Oh, and, and, he played well as well. Harvey Elliott. Harvey Elliott played well. Yeah, there was an there was there was an assist I saw. It was offside. I think Salah was offside, but God, the, the pass was the pass he played. The pass he played to Salah. I said, "Wow!" I said, "Wow!" That was a that was a great move. And and they just look. I feel like Liverpool. They look refreshed. They look like as if they just they've got a chip on their shoulder, and that's that's something for those type of players, guys that are goal hungry like Salah, who are proving a point like Mane. You know, Jota, who's really come in as the new kid on the block, but you know, kind of got his little bit of criticism at the Euro, so he's coming out firing. He, I, I think, I think he'll take a, I think he'll take over from Firmino, you know. Yeah, he's like, ready, and, he's and already taken over. Firmino coming in and, and even proving himself as well. Like you can see that these guys are really taking this season seriously. Um, you know, let's hope you know for for the betterment of the league and obviously for the entertainment that they can come in and. <clears throat> Bring a challenge and then obviously, you know, show show their worth, um, you know, in, in the Premier League. But 
yeah, man, they're they're definitely a tough side to beat. Um, yeah. They look like they're going back to to that inevitable form that they was, you know, a couple of seasons ago. And that's literally because they go back and die. It literally, stay healthy. If they stay healthy, because literally bringing back Van Dyke has given them better confidence. Obviously, fans are back now as well, so that that might all about oh, back in full flex, bro. Oh, so that yeah. whole and the whole Antwerp thing back in full flex. They've got their main centre back back. Nah. Oh, he's been a bit, he's been a bit shaky, slightly a bit shaky some games, but nah, at nah. some point, at the same time. Cruise the same time, no, 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 obviously, no, no, min, min, like minimum, obviously, my new errors, but he's just come back from an injury. Like, he's, I think he's still, he's still batting up. There was one, there was one chance where it, it was 2 0, end of the game. Yeah, Jay Rodriguez, yeah, got the box, yeah, and I thought he was gonna smash it left foot, bottom corner. He was the way Van Dyke just came in and just slid and blocked. Just slid. He took it at ease. I was like, you know, what? cruise control, he's gonna if that guy's back to where he was prior to that injury, bro, we might be speaking about this guy going up I think that, he can get back. the highest level in the Premier League history. Our, our only hope is that Liverpool capitulate once AFCON comes around. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, what, we, that's what we can hope for at this point, that they, they capitulate once AFCON comes the around. Thing, the thing is, yeah, they could get to that point and pick up so many points that they could even afford to lose or draw yeah. some points. So, you know, yeah. you know, no, you know, it's funny. I really think that they're playing like this because they know because they're going to lose Yeah, because they're going to So it's like, cool. It's like the, plan, the plan now is play how we're playing now. Play how we usually play, but rack up as many points as you can think, before the man has to leave. You know, you know why I feel that's right? Because even the substitutions that they were making, that you would think a salad would take some rest, or you think Amani would take a rest, but they're like, you know what, we're taking that shot off, put Firmino there, have him play, have him pick up some form, have him f- pick up some food, good touches, so we can build morale, whilst those guys work yeah. tirelessly, and then, you know, they get their rest, and then come back even more refreshed. Like, I feel like they've That's got it. a system in play with the AFCON coming in the back of their mind, and man, they, they look good, but, they, they they are going to be used. they're going to be used as, as they're going to be used to an extent it's like bro we're going to use you until you're going to use you until you need to go because fam, oh, so they, they're going to use them they're going to use them but they, they'll get a few they'll probably get rest a few weeks before and a few weeks after but mm-hmm. for now they're going to get worked they're going to get worked to an extent and we're like yo we need you now so we don't suffer later on mm-hmm. I the just have... city yeah, Norwich, Norwich, yeah. Norwich, Norwich, five 0 Listen, early, early, early relegation predictions. Norwich are going down again. Oh yeah, bro. Oh, I'm so sad. Very, 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 very early. Very, very early predictions. Norwich are going back down, man. Like, it, it's you know, it's so annoying that these men legit come up to be the whipping boys, bro. Like, you come say, yeah, we're getting three, we're getting three points here. That's literally all it is every time for now. Like, it's 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 annoying because they've actually got decent players, but I feel like they're scouting and who they scout is like you lot. Some of the players you lot go and grab is like, like bro, no, come on, man. I, 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 I think it's I think it's the system as well. I think they they want to continue the same system that they played in the championship. Championship. I think that's yeah. that's one thing that a lot of they don't they don't adapt. A, a lot of a lot of clubs. The reason why they are yo-yo teams because they don't adapt to how the Premier League is and they don't understand really that they're not levels 
And I think that's the problem with, with um, Norwich. Um, they, they need to look to find a, a style of play in a system where they're not leaking goals like this because they always get slaps like this, especially home and away. Like, it's not something that's... Uh. They conceded eight goals in two games. Yeah, like it's it's, it's, it's very bad. It's very bad. For That's them. crazy. They've got to they realize they've conceded they eight in two. Yeah, they've they've got to realize this one. We 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 played a, a, a great way in the championship, but there's a difference between the championship and the Premier League. And we need to find a way where we can be formidable. We can be strong and hard. And that's how look at the teams like Burnley. Look at teams like Brighton. Look at the teams that have. have Come up, Estab- they're established. They're established. Yeah, established And they have players that, even if they were injured, they have guys that are replacement that I just like them. So that's mm-hmm. how you build it. And you know, I look at guys like Southampton, who who are built this same similar system. That's and that's even from above, not even just you know on a coaching team. The the coaches that they bring in are of the similar ilk who play that oh, similar. No, man. Have that system, so they just got to find a way to do that. Uh, I don't think they can find it, but where they need change, they need change ASAP, man, because it, it's it's it, it, it must be annoying as a fan continuously yeah. up, down, up, down, up, down. Like, bro, yeah, I don't I don't know the last time that Norwich stayed in the league for more for two seasons before getting relegated like, mm-hmm. again. Like, it's like, bro, you don't you don't have to fix up, man. Is it is they've got have they got the same manager from when they yeah. got relegated the last time? They do. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah, 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 Daniel yeah, Fark, yeah, yeah. yeah. They forget them. They forget them. I, just, I, I feel like they don't re- they don't recruit well for me. Mm. That's their main downfall. Mm. They like just they just they just Brandon Williams on loan. They just they just took Brandon Williams on loan from us now. So, you know what I mean? They even got Billy Gilmore for us as well. Yeah, fam. I don't I don't even know. I don't know. If, I don't know if them and I are gonna benefit in that team. It's just gonna be a playing team. Yeah, it's just gonna be a playing time thing. Man, I just, I don't, I don't see how those clubs are really improving them. Especially Gilmore. Gilmore's there's a there's a load of talent in Gilmore that we've seen, and I don't, I don't know if Norwich will be the team that will actually drive him to that. Brandon Williams, um, I won't say there's much talent in him, but he's he can still go and have a decent career in, and he can never can't even in Premier League. I can say it for free. Have a decent team, decent career in Premier League. Like that. I want to say in Everton, but Everton, Everton is just the team that you dash everybody to. Like, but yeah. he, he could have a decent, he could have a decent career at Everton or something like that. But I think Norwich is, I feel like Norwich is too, too low for him. And to, like yeah. maybe, maybe even a new, he could, he could play well at Newcastle to be fair, bro. But I think Norwich is way too low, man. I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how Norwich will improve. Guys like those will benefit apart from playing time to guys like Gilmore because it's like these men are just well, like that's what they, they haven't figured themselves out. Like that's what they need though. They need to play. Norwich's yeah, style that, of play suits, suit, especially a Gilmore with Norwich like keep the ball ticking. So I understand why he's there. It's just adjustment. The manager needs to come up with a way of keeping something sustainable. New. It's just keep it sustainable in the prem. I personally think they need a striker. They need someone to help Puki because that guy has no like, uh, not like how to say like presence. Do you know what I mean? Like he doesn't hold the ball up on the edge of the box. They can't sustain mm. attacks if they go long. He's not able to win it for them. Do you know what I mean? So they need they need a plan B essentially. Do you know what I mean? For them to do well, and I don't imagine, think we'll see that. Imagine we, you know. City win five 0 We're talking about Norwich. 
Because we don't need to talk about City, man. I will say this, though, in terms of City, because obviously they, they, they rack up goals against these teams and, and, and that. And that's their, that's their bread and butter. Um, mm. But obviously, this is to also link with the next thing I want to talk about. But, you know, with, with them looking more and more like they're not going to buy Harry Kane, do you feel like they will be still as formidable um, yeah. as they once was? Or would you feel like they might take a step back because guys have taken steps back? Or... Nah, I think for me, we've seen we've seen City not use a striker as much as they do. Like, they've, they've always had Aguero, but he's been injured a lot of the time. And they're still gonna bat their teams up. I don't think, I don't think the lack of a striker really hindered them too much. Like, bro, yeah, you we like that game. Um, Ferran Torres was playing up front, and you back. Gabby Jesus had a great game at right wing. Brother. I'm shocked. I'm very Brother. shocked that he had a mad game Brother. at right wing. Like, bro, he, he was, was cooking. He was cooking oh, at right wing, man. But yeah, man, I don't think, I don't think the lack, I don't think the lack of um striker really hinders C too. I think. Obviously, getting Kane's like cool. Like we've got a guaranteed 20, 20 25 goal, twenty five in fact, goal a season player. Right, having 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 Kane for them would be a luxury kind of thing. The same way Greenish is a mad mad luxury, but Kane would kind of be more of a, ne- a necessary luxury to have mm-hmm. as like that's your. We've, we've now got a main goal scorer that we know. Yes, we can rely on this guy to bag us twenty twenty five in elite all competitions, all thirty all competitions maybe. So. But yeah, I don't, I don't think City not buying Kane really makes too much of a difference. I still like, bro. Pep has been there for how long? What six years, maybe something like that. Yeah. And he's cooked every year, strike or no strike. He's been cooking, cooking, cooking. So yeah, I don't, I don't think a lack of striker really does too much for them. Bro. I think, I still think it'll be a, a huge threat. I feel they'll still be in the title race, but uh, I don't know if they'll win it. I don't know. I, I know I said they. This Cockley Chelsea signing just has Van Persie United vibes about it. You know, you have a proven goal scorer, and all you're missing is that that final piece of the jigsaw, and everything's together. Just for like Lukaku at the moment, like I know it's one game, but he looked like he's played in that Chelsea for years. It looks so easy for them. So, comfy. He looks comfy. So comfy. Like, it looks like he's been playing with them the whole time. So mm-hmm. I feel like we'll see. Like, we'll see what happens because we know how Pep is. He always figures something out. But it just looks like if they don't have the striker, the guaranteed 20 goals a season, like a Chelsea do, when you have that, when, you, when you're struggling, in that no-no, do you know what I mean? You need a one goal to get a win. You know, mm. with Lukaku, he could get that, or you could get a goal playing off him and getting a goal. But with City, might peter out and have a nil-nil draw. Do you know what I mean? So mm. I mean, we'll yeah. see. We'll see you know, what happens with City. It's them, them kind of games. You know, City will create, but <clears throat> will they? Will they score? Is the question sometimes. Like, mm. they, obviously, they've got their goals are usually spread out more time. Like they'll spread out between the wingers, between whoever does play strike at a time, and their midfielders. KDB last season, the Debr- um last season, a uh, Gunda one was getting goals. Sterling got his few. Mars was getting his goals. Ferran Torres was getting his goals. Like their goals are usually really spread out. But having that main focal point, exactly. Yeah. Having that main focal point is the strikers. Like cool. Our goals can still be spread out, but now we've got a man who will guarantee us double digits, twenty goals, twenty five. Mm-hmm. Like, it'll, it'll be a luck. It'll be like a good, good signing for them. But 
at this point, it's one week left of the window. I don't, I don't really see it happening, man. I don't think that deal's going to go through. I think it's way too late. If it does, then boy, it's it's looking crazy, man. I think this the league already is looking very, very tight at the moment. Mm. The league already looking very, very tight, man. Speaking on on Harry Kane, um, the actual club that he plays in right now, obviously picked up a, a dub against Wolves. You know, let's talk about that game. We Nuno. Shout out Wolves. Shout out Wolves, man. Shout out Wolves. They played well. Nuno, Nuno copied and pasted his tactics from there and <laughs> slapped it back at Tottenham. Like, watching them highlights, I was like, Jesus. These, like, Tottenham were getting cooked. Like, Ooh, when I said Tottenham getting cooked, really I, thought, well. I think Wolves I think Wolves has, like, 22 shots, six on target. When I was watching, when I was watching the highlights, Every 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 other highlight, wolves, wolves, wolves. Like they were they were pressing it on them, but unfortunately they just they couldn't bag. Obviously, the one goal that Tottenham did get was a penalty. Other than that, was you that, just saw the regular. Do you remember yeah. it was a penalty? Anyway, Delelli Delelli scored a penalty. I was have it was there was a debate on the TO, so I'm just asking because yeah. obviously the second the second one James, people are saying why was that not a penalty, but. At Delielli's one was when you knew exactly what Delielli was trying to do. I, mm. I think, I think, I think with with when it comes to keepers, um, you know, having that collision with um, with any player, they mm. usually favour the player, um, especially if there's yeah. some sort of contact. Yeah. If it's like, if it's a... even the the shoulder hitting the player's knee, if the player falls down, it's a penalty. Yeah. Um, whereas when it comes to Reese James and Saka situation. You know, it looked like Saka kicked his leg onto Reese James, but you mm-hmm. could say Reese James put his leg in front of Saka so that it then, you know, it, it can work out both ways. It could literally be a flick of a coin with that one. Yeah. But um, you know, for for the for the Deli Ali one, it's more so of a, it's what it's what happens if goalkeepers yeah. get that foul when when they pick yeah. up the ball in the air and they get it from a corner and they get hit. This is what they get in in return. So. Yeah, that's the game. That, that penalty is like you know what? It's, it's going to be called a penalty, like regardless, man. He's mm-hmm. even though he's going, yeah, even right. though he, even though Ali knows he, Ali knew what he's doing. He's going away from goal. Yeah, but he knew he was going to get tackled. He yeah. like you can say it's a smart, you can say it's a smart win of a penalty, but yeah, it's it, you, you just know that it's everyone knows. That. Yeah, it's it's not even annoying ones, but you know that cool. If I'm if I get taken out of the keeper, it's a penalty regardless. If I'm mm-hmm. if I'm going away from goal, it's still a penalty regardless. So mm-hmm. that kind of penalty there, like, cool, yeah, they won it, man. And obviously he's bagged it in. But other than that, bruv, Tottenham just weren't doing anything, man. Like, they weren't doing anything, man. Adama Traore, yeah. Adama Traore, please learn how to finish. Please, end product. Please, there's, there's, You know what? No, you know, please. No, you, you, see, you, see what I say, you see what I say? Wait, hold on. You see what I say? News copy and paste and tactic. There's rumours going around that Adama <laughs> is going to go on loan <laughs> to Tottenham. <laughs> Like, he, like, bro, bro, Adama's gonna go on loan to Tottenham. And Nuno is taking his, he's taken his tactics and he's shifted them to Tottenham and <laughs> played the exact same way, the oh, same three at the back system with wing backs, the same pragmatic style of football that he played with Wolves. He's playing with Tottenham. It's like, I, I won't say Tottenham are going downhill because they've, they've got better players, they've got upgrades. Nuno has upgrades on what he had at Wolves. Like, he's got his upgrade on Jimenez, he's got his upgrade on, um, on Jota, he's got his upgrade on. With his centre backs and stuff like that, midfield is everything. Mm. He's called his upgraded players, so I I don't think they will suffer the same consequence that Wolves did in their second season. Mm. But they're just going to play the same way. And 
I don't know if I'm gonna. I don't know if it'll be worse than Mourinho or better than Mourinho. Just, just to say that with 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 Kane, though, do you feel like he will? If let's say, for example, he is to stay, do you feel like he will be effective within this system, playing this Jimenez role? Yeah, do you feel like it's gonna be a bit. Of a I, th- I think he. I think he will, man, because Jimenez cook. Jimenez Jimenez bagged. Jimenez yeah, bagged in true. that system. So now you put Kane, you put Kane in that same system that Wolves are playing. Kane will bag. Kane will bag the same goals and more that Jimenez was bagging. Like it's, it's it's a guarantee. Man, hey, Kane, he'll benefit from the system, like because we've seen time again. Nuno, uh, not Nuno. Jimenez was a threat to a lot of players and a lot of teams. He's got strength. He can be in the air. He can finish. Kane can do the same things and he can do it. He can do a lot better than Jimenez. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think if Kane does stay, he's, he's he'll be fine, man. He'll be perfectly fine in that system, man. I don't think he wants to stay. Um, he does. I yeah. doubt he wants to stay, but I think he's realized that you know what, I'm gonna have to stay here, man. I think he's. I think he's come to the realization that yeah, I might stay at Tottenham for one more season, and boy, I don't think that one more season is even one more season anymore, man. Because with Haaland on, with Haaland on the move next season for 75, bro, I don't see anybody looking at Kane for over 100. I feel like whoever doesn't get Kane will. Whoever doesn't get Haaland will go for Kane. Depends on depends on his price tag. It will depend on his price tag because if Levy, if Levy, if Levy, if Levy is still requesting more than a hundred for Kane, no one's looking his way. No one's looking that way. We'll go down. Two years left on his contract next year. How far down? That's the question. Because it's already it's one fifty now. It won't be one fifty next. It definitely won't be one fifty, but. It definitely be one fifty, but no, I think, think probably, probably like probably at one twenty, maybe maybe a yeah, hundred on the dot. I, I think he's trying to look just above Lukaku, just above. So yeah. probably about one, one, one hundred to yeah. one twenty. He'll try and Between, say, right, if you give me a decent amount closer to one twenty, then he might just say, yeah. you know, go cut my losses and get. But which, which really and truly, he should do now. Yeah, so yeah. Then getting in it, players that will suit you. The issue. Now. Have a frustrated king. The issue with that though is um, it's it's just too late to replace. Exactly. It's yeah. just waiting. That's too late. If yeah. this yeah. if this happened if this happened a lot earlier, then cool. Like um, I think they'd afford they could afford to get rid of him and bring someone else. But mm-hmm. because of the whole um, and I was seeing somewhere that apparently I think I said last time as well that the um Lukaku deal is what has hindered Lautaro going to Tottenham. If it wasn't for that, I think they would have cut the guys with um with Kane and said, "Yeah, cool, go see. You know, it's it's fine. We've got a replacement here for a bit." But um, yeah, one week left in the window. I doubt I doubt Tottenham can find someone in the space in that time. It's, it's just too late. Like if they get rid of if they get rid of Kane, fair enough. Mm. If they get rid of Kane and get a replacement at the same time, fair enough. But I don't think it's happening, man. I think um, I don't see it happening, man. And the race, the race for Haaland next season is big, man, because if City don't get Kane, they're in the race now. So it'll be between uh, United, City, Chelsea are right now because they've got Lukaku. Um, Bayern, I don't think they have that much money realistically, but they could still be in the race potentially. Lower, lower wants to go. They're going to be... That's another... That's another thing, see. Lower wants to go, bro. Haaland's right there as a replacement. Um, Barcelona, I don't think they'll fix their financial issues, but at the same time, it's kind of still... It's kind of still a dream for players, regardless of Spanish. It's still a dream. Like you, you see Mbappe, you, you see Mbappe wanting Madrid, regardless of what's going on in Spain. Like he wants to go to Madrid. So, and bro, if if Madrid get all, if Madrid get Mbappe this season, 
Imagine them now going for a hundred next season. Crazy, crazy, bro. So, boy, wow. it all depends. City's not City. Kane's future literally depends on depends on Leeds. Depends on Leeds right now. Yeah, and the next eight days. Yeah, this year, next eight days, next eight days, next seven days, big big decisions, man. But crazy. yeah, I just I just doubt I just doubt he's going anywhere, man. I doubt mm-hmm. he's going anywhere. Yeah, man. I guess that, that wanted to see him if Tottenham flop. Yeah, I mean, um, I doubt it's gonna happen. Not now, anyway. I think the last one we can be very touching this. Touching this very, very quickly. Leicester got smoked by West Ham. <laughs> Michael Antonio. Smoked. Like watching that game, I was like, raw. Like these lot are these lot are doing a mazine, bro. Like, yeah. I'm just seeing West Ham cooking left, right, and center. Leicester had no chance. Oh, to got a red card as well, but bro. Do you think it was Leicester? I, I don't think it was. Oh, come I don't on, think, I don't think, I think, I think Jason was out. I don't think come it was a penalty, on, man. I don't, you know, you know when, you know when on, it, was, it, was, it was one of those ones where it's like, he's, he's, he's got eyes on the ball, but he studs her up. So it's like, That's you know what? what? Not, it's a dangerous tackle. Studs her up. It's like, it cool. is. I can hear, right? I can hear it was a penalty, but at the same time, it's a, it's a bit, it's one of the ones that's kind of harsh. It was it's kind of harsh, man. Yeah, I... That tackle was peak, though. I understood why he gave the red. I, I Honestly, it was to go up like that in the tackle. No, man. Shout out, shout out, Mikel Antonio, right back turn striker. Bro, the drinks for you, big man. Hall that of drinks for mid you, bro. table Hall of Famer. Fam, okay. fam. Shout out him. Well, yeah, man. This has been a good episode. Probably shorter than the rest of them for once. Um. <laughs> If you man enjoying the conversation, Scout UK hashtag Twitter, um, find us on socials. Obviously, links will be in the description and stuff like that. Um, Apple Podcasts, yes, I've said it right for the first time. Apple Podcasts, finally, five star wow. reviews, five star reviews, Spotify, share it out, YouTube, drop a comment, tell us you're liking the stuff. Um, anything to improve, tell us whatever, man. But just what we gonna say, use the hashtag Scout UK, use the hashtag use- Scout UK, bruv. And if you're a Chelsea fan, throws your C's up, bro. Dub C, baby. Dub C, baby. Obviously, prayers for Taddy in it. Like, obviously, if you have two pounds to spare a month, please donate oh to the Taddy Mental Health Foundation. Fuck off. And if you don't want to do that, please, man. Just send it to me. Listen, donate, please donate to that Taddy Foundation. My brother is struggling. I've been my, on the pod and we haven't won yet, fam. My, my brother is being Dude. killed by his club. I it's he needs the help. He needs the help. He needs the help, man. Well, yeah, man. Season, man. In a bit. Yeah, man. Uh, we'll see you next week. Have a great day. Have a great evening. Wherever it is, have a great week. We'll be back. Safe people. Peace.